And we're on. Welcome <laughs> to Take Note the podcast. Welcome everybody. Hi, hi George. Man. George, hi. How are you? Good, good. Uh, do you realize, George, that it's already almost half of the year? Yes. And uh, you know, yes. uh, almost half of the year has, has has gone by very, very quick. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then we're on episode 10. Ah, That's what uh, I was about to say. Episode yeah. 10. You know, yeah. Rans, they say that whenever something reaches its 10th episode, that means it's on its way to its 11th episode. That's that's what people say. Have you heard oh, people say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard that 10 is the number of perfection. And uh, yeah, George, mm. we're perfect. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't want to... perfect 10. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to say... I don't want to be too boastful or anything. But yeah, we're perfect. So Perfect yeah, ten. if you're listening to us for the first time, please listen very well because you, you'll get so much from what we're gonna talk about. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's don't crowd, don't crowd. It's just us. Yeah. Okay. Take it easy. Just, yeah. Nice. Randy, nice. George. Ram George is in Auckland now. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm still here in Quezon City. And because uh, I gusto ko rans mas malaki pa yung time difference. I could, I wasn't satisfied with a five hour, uh, with a two hour time difference. It had to yeah, be four yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so if if whatever, just 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 be, you know, just try to understand George that it's later in their time. <laughs> it's very late. Maybe. Yeah, it's very late. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but George, we have an interesting topic uh, today. It's, yes, uh, we do. it's about something. It, it's it's something connected to the exercise that, uh, that you know that we Filipinos uh, uh, are going through, and it's called elections. And uh, we're not yeah. going to talk about the elections. We're not going to campaign yes. for any uh, candidate. Okay, I just want to mm-hmm. say this, George. At the start, um, we we are, we are just going to be objective because we're talking about. What are we talking about, George? Leadership, such yeah, 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 such an important. Uh, yeah, topic. so, so we're gonna talk about you know what to look for in a leader. But again, I just yes. want to say that we are going to do this as objective as possible. Um, we are not going to uh, to mention any candidates. I know mm-hmm. that uh, you know we all have by this time we all have our choices already. But uh, can we just agree that we will never choose one and uh, you know whatever persuasion you're, you're you're from or your orientation or your sets of beliefs are that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today because we're just going to talk about leadership and hopefully George yung parang leadership uh, hopefully we, we get to tackle also sana we can connect it to the leadership style of Jesus so there amen Amen. Yep. And so, and like yeah. like Randy said a while ago that this is an objective discussion as all our episodes are and if if it's the first time you've tuned in do uh you know listen to the rest of our episodes because we tackle you know life decisions uh and and we try to look at them at from an objective point of view share our views and our opinions and let you decide all you need to do is take note of what we say 
and make the decision yourself because yeah. uh, an informed decision is a good decision. Not that we want to ever give answers uh, directly. We share what we believe in and it's for you to process. But we love sharing and we love giving our opinions because we're sharing people <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, and we all just, uh, George, we also want to say that uh, whatever opinions that will be expressed in this podcast has nothing to do with the World Wide Web. Yeah, yes. Uh, okay. But you can find more answers on www.com. Um, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. See, we're serious here and I hope you learn a lot Absolutely. from George <laughs> and myself. And, uh, but, you know, but, that's why, yeah, what, but. Yeah, no, but I was going to say, Rans, but the truth is, we are talking about this topic now also because it is the elections and it is a good time to talk about leaders because this is when everyone is thinking about leadership, but then mm -hmm. leadership extends beyond the elections. And that's something we also want to talk about now that, 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 um, you know, leadership is present everywhere and leadership mm -hmm. can be for everyone in the sense that at one point or the other, we or you may be called to be a leader or at the very least, um, you are definitely called to follow or to choose or to support a leader, whether it be in your family, in your office, in your community, uh, or in your barcada, or sometimes in 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 group of friends, or or in everyday situations. Mm -hmm. So just just remember that, yeah, uh, leadership can be applied in all areas of our lives. I mean, yes. uh, we're not just talking about uh, political leadership here, because if you yeah. if you listen, yeah, government. Uh, if you listen carefully to what we're going to talk about today, you'll discover that it also applies to your leadership um, as as a father of a family, leadership as the maybe the president of a class. Um, mm, yeah, you know. So so there. So I, I just wanted that clear. You know, to I just wanted the, that to be very clear. Um, um, George, I just I just want to know, okay, um, when you when you hear the word leadership, what what really just comes to mind? Um, honestly, for me, uh, and I'll, I'll share more about it maybe later, but it's influence. Yeah, being able to influence mm -hmm. people uh, in a certain situation. That's probably the quickest way I can define it. Yeah, yeah. Sabi ni parang John Maxwell. Uh, Everything rises and falls on leadership, and leadership is influence. So yeah, yeah. Yes. But but uh, when you hear leaders, ako, when I when I think of leaders, um, I'm I'm reminded of that verse in the Bible uh, that says, "To whom more is given, more is uh, more is expected." Okay. Wonderful. So so uh, this this brings me to our first point. Um, leaders are almost always perceived uh, to be to be you know wow super leader yan eh. uh, mm, uh, because again, they were chosen uh, to be the leader yeah yes perfect superhero mm, but yeah but are leaders really like that you know are leaders human too 
or are humans leaders to or whatever yeah mm-hmm. so i i i think it would be good and interesting to start off this topic uh, on leadership by sharing some misconceptions about leaders yeah like, like what you said right yeah. um mm-hmm. because a lot of times people uh leaders are perceived to be something that they may not necessarily be or might not necessarily be true and maybe we can we're gonna find out throughout this discussion is it is it essential do they really need to be that have that perfect image or be you know up to that uh you know that standard so what are what are some of the misconceptions about leaders randy Mm, that uh, number one leaders they're not humans. Um, they they know everything. That they know everything. Yeah. Yeah. They know everything. Uh, they can understand. Or have all the answers. Yeah. They have all the answers. They can see. They can understand you, or they can always see your point of view. You know. Uh, they they have perfect vision, etc., etc. But are, are leaders like that? Meron bang ganun? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily true. How, how can anyone know everything, uh, unless they investigate, but, but, or, or ask the right questions? But yeah, I hear what you're saying. That, you know, sometimes we expect our leaders to read our minds. <laughs> bakit, bakit hindi niya ako, di ba? Alam naman niya na ganito ko, or they, the leader should have known that uh, my situation or whatever. But then mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's, they can't possibly know everything or have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Really? Ah, okay. <laughs> what are the other misconceptions, George? Uh, I think also that they're always, that they're the best. Because they're the leader, they're the best uh, at that particular task. Now, in some situations, it is true. For example, Michael Jordan, in my opinion, he's the leader of the Bulls and he's definitely the best, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, best all-around player. But there, but he, he can't do it all. There's also some things that he can't do. He, there's things that uh, a seven-foot-five uh, player can do that he can't do, but I I don't think just because you're the leader it means you're the best. Uh, I think it just means that you were given the position or you were entrusted with that leadership. You you probably have to know a little bit about what you're leading on, but but I think it's not so much that you're the best, and if you're not the best, you cannot be the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes we think that. Who's going to be the leader? It has to be the best person. But I don't think yeah. that's always necessarily true. Yeah, re- reality reality is, uh, like, like I think it was John Maxwell who also said that I'm not really the best person in this room. I'm just, I'm just the leader. Yeah, because, mm, you know, cool. leadership uh, also requires that you're a team player, etc., etc. So... Yeah, yeah. I guess that's one misconception that leaders are the, are the best at all things. That's why you hear phrases like "leader ka pa naman." Mm. leader ka, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why we put such high expectations on our leaders. Also, that they're not just the best, but also the smartest. Um, yeah, and the globest. So, yeah. Just, yeah, the smart, smartest, smartest in the globest. Okay. <laughs> so Leaders are corny diba? too. Okay, yeah. Oh. Yes, that definitely <laughs> they can be. 
Grabe no, know everything, best at all things, smartest academically. We tend to profile people. Oh, if they are, then yan dapat ang leader. So parang, but almost perfect, but it's not always the necessarily the, the right thing to do. Um, or that they have no weakness runs, no? Mm-hmm. Like they can't make mistakes. Yeah. Leaders aren't allowed to. We take it so hard when leaders make mistakes. Yep, that's why yep. it's hard to be a leader. <laughs> and and uh, you know, I think this is one song that leaders, you know, always sing. The song ni Gary Valenciano, but I can't remember who sang this first. The warrior is a child, diba? And mm. they don't know that I go running home when I fall down. And 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 because leaders, leaders can also, also sing. I don't know. Sorry, I I, I wanted to sing, sing. lang. I, I'm shy, George. I'm shy. <laughs> I'm shy. So yeah, p- leaders are not perfect. Leaders are not the smartest, and leaders do have weaknesses. In fact, George, I think the better leaders are the ones who acknowledge mm. their weaknesses, who uh, can show their weakness because because they, they you know people can identify with them, and sometimes that's also the misconception of the leader himself that I cannot show my weakness. I should not show. Sometimes it's not just an expectation of leaders, but it's a misconception of the leader himself that mm-hmm. I cannot show weakness, or else they won't trust me. They, I mean, we we see that in maybe the mafia or in gangs or <laughs> where they say we can't show weakness, but then that's that doesn't apply to all situations. Uh, there yeah. are situations where actually the more vulnerable you are, the more influence you have. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I I'm not sure if this is John Maxwell. Uh, he said that uh, real leaders bleed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. he... Bleedership. Was he the one who coined that word? Bleedership? Bleedership. That, yeah, you know, you know, good leaders, you, you, you gotta, uh, you gotta show people yeah. that you, you two are bleeding because, you know, that's one way of accepting that you're not perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, blood. Talking about blood, George. Okay, George. Uh, let, let's let's give them one more misconception. Um, uh, and this is an interesting one, Rand. We were talking about it a while ago. That a misconception is that good character or you know honesty, having a good heart, is all you need to be a leader. <laughs> I mm-hmm. I honestly I think that's also a misconception that. Yeah. As long as you're a good person, you can be a leader. And but I also want to qualify uh, that we, we we will be surprised that um you know almost anyone can be called to be a leader. God can choose you know almost anyone. But uh, logically, it's not just enough that you have the good intention, or or at least a leader shouldn't stop at just having that good goodness. Yeah. It's a yeah. It, you know, it's the responsibility of the leader to be informed, to mm-hmm. gain a certain level of competence or, you know, skill to be able to lead or to have that influence. Yeah. Um, you know, and to also acknowledge, you know, that I, I, I may lack or to empower myself. What do I need to do? But it's not enough to just, you know, okay, that, that person's a good person. Let's make him the leader. Yeah. Um, because... You may not get to where you need to go 
just on goodness alone. Now, does that mm-hmm. make sense, Rand? Yeah, but that's a good start, George. I mean, if you agree. have a heart, agree. And 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 uh, having the heart of a leader will always push you to become better. Because I there think you for you to bring out the best in people, you should also learn how to bring out the best in yourself by improving, by studying. Agree. And uh, there. So I think it's important that you look for a leader uh, who has a heart, a compassionate heart. Um, yeah, all of us have hearts, naman. But I'm talking about the figurative heart. I want a leader with a heart. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <Because if> not. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, yun, yun, you know, that the, what, what we just shared with you are, are leadership misconceptions. I have one more. Uh, Misconception. Go. Uh, ask me what. What is your misconception? Or who? Who? Is... Si, si Casey. Casey. I knew it. Misconception. Si Casey. She's misconception. She's the okay. misconception. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> eh, Corny. Akin <clears throat> <dapat> yun eh. <laughs> ha? Ano na? No? <laughs> Naisip ko na rin yun eh. <laughs> <laughs> Lainunahan mo ako. <laughs> Ay, okay, no. so uh, enough of the misconceptions, George. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yes. Enough yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, sorry, sorry. I thought maybe it came. But enough of the misconceptions. I think uh, we're here, guys, listening. Uh, we're here because we really want to define what a good leader is or who a good leader is. So uh, a lot there are lots of definitions of being a leader, okay? But in your opinion... George, what's the best definition? Uh, I think someone who takes you from A to B. That is the best definition of leadership I've heard. It was I heard it at least from a from a pastor, uh, Bill Hybels. He was giving a leadership mm-hmm. talk, and he said, "Guys, there's so many definitions of leadership, but this is the most important thing." Then he drew two circles on the on the whiteboard. And he labeled them A and B. And then he drew an arrow from A pointing to B and said, the only job of a leader is to take people from A to B. And the A was at the bottom and B was at the top of the page. His point is that your your job as a leader is to show people who are at A that A is not good enough that we need to go to B. So it's two things. He needs to show them where they're going or where they want to go, but also why. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to communicate or to depict to people that, you know, this this restaurant is great, but or this restaurant is good, but you know, and then he'll be able to describe what the menu is in the other restaurant and why mm-hmm. we should stand up from the table and go to the other place. And that means he would have tasted it. That means he would have seen it. That means he would have experienced it so that he can paint a picture to them and convince them and rally them. Guys, this is not good enough. Let's go to point B. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is one thing that a leader, uh, for me, the best definition of a leader. What about yeah. you, Rand? Um, it's it's uh, connected to what you said. Uh, you, you should be able to inspire people and you should be able to bring out the best in people. And how do you do that? By, just, by, by painting, painting what the picture of a better place mm. is. 
so that they will yeah. want to be there. Um, what, what, what struck me, George, uh, because when you said that you're able to bring people from point A to point B, Marcus Buckingham said that to be a leader, you have to have a little ego. Okay, mm. you have to have a little ego because you have to convince people that you know where you're going mm. to take them. Yeah? Uh, I, I, I agree. Yeah, so you, you gotta be able to tell people, hey, trust me, I know where we're going. Come on, join me. And, and, yeah. and, and that ego or confidence isn't so much that you think you're better than anyone else. Yeah. It just means you are confident that you know what you know and what you know or what you've seen is you believe it's worth sharing and or worth going to because I, I, I totally agree. If you don't know where you need to go, you, you can't be the leader. Mm -hmm. If you, um, you know, the leader is the person holding the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're lost in a jungle and only one person has the map, well, mm -hmm. at that moment, that person is, is a very suitable leader because he has the directions. He is able to say, this is where we're going. Turn left, turn right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that, and that, that moment, that could be a child, that could be a mother, that could be the least experienced person in the group. Why? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you take turns with leadership. But whoever has the direction and has the confidence to point people in that direction can be the leader at that moment and they get the confidence because no, 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 no. I know because that's what the map says. That's where the direction is. That's the plan. Mm -hmm. So they have to know the plan. They have to, you yeah. know, the leader is the one who knows the plan. The leader I, is the one who's able to execute the plan. Yeah, I, I saw a meme. Actually, it's not a meme. It's a meme on a cap. Uh you know what a cap is, George, no? Uh, just our listeners, a cap. So someone's wear. I saw someone wearing a cap. But this cap has two, what do you call that thing that extends Bills. from your head? Huh? The bill. The bill. The bill, yeah. It has, it has two bills. And so it has two sides. One says, I am your leader. The other one says, where do we go? Hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, George, it, guys, George is one person uh, talking about ego. George is one person with, with just that. In fact, he's a very proud blue ego. <laughs> blue ego. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, you know, blue guys ego from the, the Arneo, Arneo blue egos. <laughs> I was wondering okay. where you were going with that. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah that was george you know that bill hybels definition for me is it's the easiest way you know to define a leader and and it, it captures everything that that needs to be said about the leader Galing, Galing. But, but rands does that mean that just because you know like what you said leadership is influence right uh mm -hmm. but does that mean that just um, uh, because you have influence, you should be the leader. What? What? What if you have uh, negative influence? You know, you know, can you be considered a leader if you're a bad? If you have a negative influence or a bad influence, are you still the leader? Uh, 
I, I, I guess, but you'll yeah. be called a bad yeah. leader. But yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're a bad influence, you're a leader, but you, you lead people to, you know, to bad things and bad places. And that's and not good. I, I, I heard someone say that, you know, a, a leader must have influence, but not everyone who has influence should be a leader. Precisely because if... If you, you know, you, you can have influence, which makes you a leader, yes. But if your influence is going to take people instead of A to B, but B to A, meaning to, to a lesser place or, or, or the intention is not pure, then, then that person is not fit for leadership. Or, you know, um, um, but, and also maybe the person can, can have influence but the person is not equipped. Mm-hmm. The person does not know. So, because the influence we were talking about a while ago, that, you know, the confidence, guys, this is B and I know it. But sometimes people are able to fake that influence or enthuse or, commu- or, or convey that influence because they're intimidating or because they're really smart or because they're knowledgeable or because they're powerful mm-hmm. or they have stature or they have a reputation in the group. But then if that person actually doesn't know where to go or doesn't have a plan, then at that moment, that person also isn't necessarily the best choice for the leader. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, George, the word, the word there is responsibility. That, that if, if you have... That's what you were you saying a while ago. know that yeah. you have influence, and all of us do. Yeah. Yeah, because all of us do have influence. Um, a father can influence his kids. Uh, a group leader of a you know of a barcada can influence his friends. But that question is: are, are these people responsible enough to make sure that the influence is not going to harm anyone, or it's not going to uh, um, influence other people in a bad way? So, because yeah, you are a leader, but a bad in- leader. But as a yes. Because leadership is not just uh, mm-hmm. influence. Leadership is responsibility. The, the burden of leadership is responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, you said that yeah. a while ago in the very beginning where, um, uh, yeah, uh, um, you know, that's, that's what leadership is. You, you're, you're willing to, which, which I guess also means a, a leadership also has to be willing to take the blame sometimes or take responsibility when something goes wrong and not wash his hands mm-hmm. or, or not, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, mm-hmm. because, <laughs> you know, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's always going to be his fault. But I have experienced managers who are fantastic leaders where it wasn't their fault. They're not going to say it's my fault. But they do use the term, I take responsibility. I think those are two different things, Rands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, for example, in a group, if someone stuffs something up or messes up, it, in a sense, technically, it's that person's fault if that person made an error or that person was at fault. It may not be... He may not necessarily be entirely to blame, but that person was at fault, right? But a manager, without mm-hmm. saying it's not your fault, can still say to his superior, 
I take responsibility. And I think that's something that mm-hmm. is is one of the most powerful things a leader can say. And I and I learned this from you, Randy, that the most powerful thing uh, a leader can say to his subordinate or to his followers is that I've got your back. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've got yeah. your back. Or in Tagalog, I love it so much better. Sagut kita. I think if you're mm-hmm. able to tell that to a lead uh, a a follower or to a member or to a subordinate or to an employee, sagut kita no matter what happens you can mess up but then i will still have your back dikte iwanan hindi kita lalaglagin i'm not going to point the figure and say hindi sure <laughs> i think mm. if a leader is able to do that then that also is what gets them the influence you know what i mean um i would yeah, follow yeah. that kind of a leader anytime which is why i followed you when you were my manager and you were you know you were my boss uh, when we worked together because i knew that's how you treated your people and i've seen people mess up on your watch and you have always 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 said to you, whether it was whoever the president or your superior was I, I take responsibility without batting an eyelash. She would just say, you know. Um, and I know people knew that you did that, which is why they follow you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like saying, sagot kita pero bubugbugin kita. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you know what I'm discovering and actually what I'm realizing even more, George, as we have this discussion is that Leadership is really more than that. Uh, there's there's so many facets or, or of of uh, leadership. It's not just you know. There's not just one definition of a leader, and there's not just one application of what leadership principles are. Uh, I have a question for you. Which matters more for you uh, in leadership? Which matters more? Will you choose a leader who uh, who has age or experience? What do you think? Uh, he has age. Some people aged, has aged, but but he has age or experience, which is, which is more important, George? I think I think both are important. I guess because mm-hmm. age brings about wisdom, but then experience is also experience in the important areas, you know. So, because y- you can be very experienced. But if you don't have wisdom, which comes from age, you know, because ex- experience can be know-how, but the wisdom is also the nuances or applying it in certain situations or seeing it from different angles, which which comes with age, you know. Yeah. Um, but at at the same time, sometimes you know, um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's what I think. What about you? Mm, yeah, I, I agree that it's both. Uh, you cannot just choose an old leader. I mean, if that leader mm-hmm. doesn't have the leader doesn't have experience, but and and um, that's that's why I said George that leadership is more. You know, it has more facets, and you have to consider not just one area. Uh, someone may be advanced in age, but uh, when it comes to Having an experience, meaning uh, first-hand experience, is that what you call it, or you know, uh, meaning if 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 they have 
they have enough experience to say that they are familiar with the situation, familiar mm-hmm. with a particular like uh, scenario. Yeah. Uh, be- because it 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 everything contributes. Eh? I think good leadership is a blend of all these things. It's there's there's no one formula to a good leadership because. People are, you know, we, 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 we come from different circumstances. We come from different cultures. We come from a different orientation. So, again, I, I, I'll just say, Siguro, one, one thing about a good leader. A good leader should know how to blend all of these things. Or yeah. I think a good leader is a chemist. He's able to, to, to combine all these, uh, all these chemicals uh, So that you know, he'll come up with an invention. So that's what leadership is. Let me try to, while we're on that topic, to put it in context. Also, um, sometimes a leader is chosen to be the leader even when they're young. Like, like you know, in in you know, a lot of these uh, Chinese movies where the emperor is is very young because mm-hmm. you know either the father died or or he was the successor and he was very young. So in in that situation, he doesn't have the advantage of age. He may also not have the advantage of experience. But I guess at that moment, he is he, what is required of him is what you just said: the ability to put things together, which could be calling on the experience of others. Yes, Or yes. Call, call, I like that. And 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 I also know a very uh, another person who started out. To be the leader at a very young age, uh, <laughs> his brother Bo was appointed to yeah. be the leader of the community when he was 12 years old. But he will be the first one to tell you he didn't do it alone. He was the leader. But the point of leading is you have followers. Um, but he had a team. He had advisors. He had the elders. They weren't that at that time but I guess they were termed in community as the elders who advised him and his you know he, he, he in embracing that leadership it's also you know I believe uh, there's an anointing that you know God gives you the you know um, how do you say it not wisdom yeah. supernatural but you know um, uh, uh, the sense to who to listen to, what to listen to, or how to put things together is what is required of a young leader mm-hmm. with not as much experience. Um, but for whatever intent and purpose at that moment, you were chosen to be the leader. So if that happens to you and you feel you don't have the advantage of age or, or experience, then that's when you need to tap into the wisdom and experience of others. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I also, George, uh, you, you said this earlier. Um, I also think that it ha- you know, in a good part of you know talking about leadership is the anointing. Um, us in in, a, in let's put it in a Christian setting, but but you can also use this in in a, like in in a regular regular uh, like elections or something like that that there's also anointing i think the the bible says that um uh god is the one who appoints the leaders so mm-hmm. 
So I think some people like David <laughs> was anointed king when he was not ready, but I guess when he assumed mm. leadership and his kingship, he was already because it took 22 years before he assumed his leadership. But the anointing is there. So sometimes people will be anointed to become a leader at a very young age. But as you said, mm. um, they, they, they know how to, to, to uh, utilize and mobilize age, uh, experience, and uh, they will also be able to, because of that anointing, they'll be able to unite everyone and to, and to uh, uh, make everyone follow him. So Mm-mm. am I making sense? Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking yeah. of, uh, yeah, what, what the Bible says, that uh, all authority comes from God. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have, uh, well, a very personal reflection on that where um, my dream of leading a creative team, I've had that dream. I had that dream when I was 17, but it came true when I was um, 30. <laughs> um, so it, it took many, many years, or 32, I think, Sorry, uh, sorry. No, I had it when I was uh, not seven. Yeah, around 17. But then the point is it took many, many years, but I knew in my heart that it was going to happen. So I agree mm-hmm. with you that sometimes you're anointed ahead of time. It may not necessarily be the time yet, but then you can feel that burning desire or that calling to be a leader. But mm-hmm. then if it's not time yet, you, you, you know, trust that if it is a calling from God, then it's going to happen In, in the right time. But then going back, your point is that the, the anointing of leadership is from the Lord. And that's our belief. That's what we believe as, mm-hmm. as, as Christians, mm-hmm. which is why um, um, there's that call to respect leaders and, you know, not necessarily blindly, but to believe also that, that they were chosen by God and that... Um, You know, or at least we were chosen to support them, which and supporting them may not necessarily be, you know, uh, doing exactly what they say or blindly, but also giving your input or giving your wisdom or giving your counsel or giving feedback and all of that is is another way to support leaders. Yeah, George, in the olden times, uh, kings were anointed, kings were chosen out, but but. Uh, You know, this is the month of May, and uh, you know, you, you, we we don't see the the clouds parting, and then hearing God's word, God's voice say, "This is my anointed one," or something <laughs> like that. But we need to choose our leaders uh, in the Philippines uh, because of the election month. Uh, my question, George, um, in choosing, I think. I think the anointing comes from God, but we also have a role to play because we're the ones who choose our leaders. We're the ones who are going to vote for our leaders. And uh, they will not be placed in power like, uh, you know, one day you wake up and they're the president already or they're the leaders of the country, but we choose them. That's why it's important for us to talk about the non-negotiables to look for in a leader. Uh, And maybe, George, you can share with us What are your non-negotiables? And I got, let's let's just make it clear again, uh, George. We're not uh, we're, we're talking about leadership here, and we're not uh, alluding to any candidate or something. We're like not that. campaigning. Yeah, and you're you're not com- 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but again, um, it is important. I agree to talk about the non-negotiables or things to look for in a leader. Yes, during the elections and beyond in choosing or following any leader mm. in your life. Or if you want to become a leader, these are the things that are important. Uh, for me, Rand's number one non-negotiable, which I mentioned a while ago, is you have to have the vision. Not just a vision, but the vision. The vision of where you want to go. You have to have the vision of B, where where you want to bring the people. Um, and mm. I remember... Uh, this this can be on a big scale, like for example, you're a corporate leader or you're a government leader. Kailangan may plataforma, You have to have a vision of what the better future is. But uh, if if you'll allow me, I'll take it down to a very mundane example. One time, mm-hmm. uh, and I mentioned it a while ago. Our barcada, we wanted to eat in a try out a new place. And we were all just brainstorming, where do we go, where do we go, where do we go? And this one girl who had been to a restaurant that she really loved, um, and she was so passionate about it, shared with us. And at that moment, she ended up becoming the leader. Why? Because she's the one who knew where it was. So we were like, okay, where do we go? And she's the one who gave directions. And she was, the, you know, brought us there. When we got there, oh, what should we order? Oh, this is, this is the good one. This is the... She had the vision, she had the experience, she had the wisdom, and she had the plan. And so at that moment, she was the leader. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, guys are often used to being the leader. Uh, It's a man thing. But then that that moment showed me that whoever had the plan or had the vision can be the leader. But it's important that a leader has the vision. So that's yeah, one um, non-negotiable for me. George, can I add to that? Um, it's important for one to have a vision, but it's like the girl that you're talking about, that you were talking about, she also had this skill or talent or gift of explaining the vision. That's why they, yeah. she was able to convince you. Yeah. Because she was able to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, to articulate it. Yeah. So... Or yeah, to paint so a vision. picture, to communicate it, to convey. Because if, if people aren't convinced, right? If they aren't convinced about that it's better to go there and not stay here, then why would they buy into it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about number one vision. Non-negotiable? Me, it's, it's, it's non-negotiable competence. Competence and knowledge. I will want to. And I will want a leader. My leader. To be someone who who knows about about where we're allowing him to lead us to, um, you know, um, I I've seen leaders who have competence, and I've seen leaders who have been faking competence, and uh, I'm telling you, uh, it's 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 so nice, and it's so nice to follow someone. Who knows what he's talking about? Uh, let me give you an example. Who knows a basketball. What he's talking about. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, let me give you an example. A basketball coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you, 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 you will find it harder to believe and to follow and to obey a basketball coach if he, if you know that he does not have uh, an experience. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the slightest experience. In playing basketball, um, he may not be he may not be uh, the best basketball player, 
but he's a good strategist but at least he yeah. knows something about the sport so yeah. it's competence yeah. and knowledge what is competence competence is uh, uh, being being able to interpret these things uh, at least you you ability. have something yeah it's ability yeah you have something uh, that you can share uh, Is that is that is that does that make sense? Uh, I I totally agree. And to go back to the example of a basketball coach, not all of the best coaches were the best players. In fact, mm-hmm. a lot of them were not very famous players. And not all famous players go on to be coaches, right? But a lot yeah. of the coaches. But but I'm not sure if any of them are non-players. I I'm almost sure all of them were. Even if they weren't the absolute best, why? Because they had, if they didn't have the experience, how would they be able to analyze it or tell you that this is what usually happens? So I guess that's the minimum competence. Competence is like the the minimum ability that you would demand. Yeah, I, I I got uh, I I I have here the definition of competence. Uh, it says competence is the possession of a required skill. Hmm. knowledge exactly. qualification or capacity so yeah there so it's competence and knowledge choose someone who's competent and who's knowledgeable about running the country Very uh, good. yeah uh, now also i've heard this from from bo he said that the strongest the, the most powerful man in a room is the one who's most flexible I think a leader has to be flexible. A leader has to know where he's going. A leader has to know how to go there, but also a leader has to adapt quickly. Uh, he must be flexible to determine whether plan A is going to work. Of course, mm-hmm. he has a plan B mm-hmm. and a plan C. Mm-hmm. Um, leaders are adaptable to change and leaders right make their mind um, uh, make up their minds you know in deciding very quickly but they take a longer time or it's slower for them to change their minds but what's important is they're open to anything and they're adjust mm. they're they're adaptable they're they can easily adjust because yeah because if you're flexible then you can do more things and that you know you're the for me you're a very good leader if you're flexible wala yung hindi ito yun eh ito yung plano natin yes. we will do this ano hindi pwede ah let's And, stay dito pag ayaw nyo ah okay paano runs paano <laughs> yung ganun yung ganun ah. yeah, pag ayaw nyo dito alis kayo maski sa harap ko no but I have seen leaders who stick to the plan only out of pride <laughs> Because they mm-hmm. came up with the plan, mm-hmm. they don't want to depart from the plan, even when things are going, you know, crazy or or it's obviously not working out. They won't shift or won't give in because no, 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 this is the plan, and it's either because they're too proud and don't want to show weakness or don't want to listen to others. Because if they they sometimes feel if they listen to others, it's as if they're giving up their power, mm-hmm. or the other person should be the leader. But I love what you said that they are actually more powerful when they can. Roll with the punches, or when they can say, "All right, uh, it's it looks like you know," and they're it, this isn't working, and there's no shame. They're not embarrassed to divorce themselves from the plan, right? Yep. Because yep. what's that? 
thing we always say, marry the vision, but divorce yeah, marry the strategy. The and be ready yeah. to divorce the strategy. You, you still want to go where you want to go, but the plan may not always be the exact plan that you laid out. And and you and I like what you said. A leader has plan B, plan C, plan D, and is and knows when to shift to which plan given the situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess I was just. My my wife and I were talking the other day about you know um, here the stuff that goes on in New Zealand as well you know the decisions that the government has to make and that if you decide this this group of people will get mad if you decide that another group of people will get mad and and we were saying to each other gosh it's so hard to be in government it really is a lot of people mm-hmm. are hard on our government leaders but the truth is it's very hard to make decisions. For such a big population, a diverse population, or a population that has a lot of problems, so let's not belittle the uh-huh. the, the 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 task of leadership in government, which is all the more the reason why we need to put the right people there. Um, so mm-hmm. there you go. Um, I, I like it, and I mean, if it's anything, you know. I think our country is also very unpredictable. <laughs> uh, there are so many things that affect, you know, outcomes, and so yeah, flexibility. I agree with you, Rand. I I mm-hmm. think yeah. number four for me is is what you said, influence. Um, influence, influence is is so important yeah. with leadership. They have to. You know what is a lead? Uh, what what's the expression? A leader without followers is what taking a walk in the park or something, something uh, like that. Taking a walk, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're if you're leading, yep. if, you, if you're leading without followers, you're just taking a walk <laughs> because no one's coming mm-hmm. with you. And and like what you said, uh, to be able to you know you have influence because you're able to paint the picture of where you need to go. But I think also um, it has to do with character. Um, you know, you you gain influence where you have tested character, and people believe in you, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, or believe in what you stand for. Therefore, they believe in what you say. You you know what I mean? And yeah. That's also yeah. how you gain influence. But I think lastly, influence is also. Achieved through connection. And when I say connection, I don't mean palakasan. I don't mean who your relatives are. I don't mean who your grade school classmates were or who your fraternity brothers are. Connection, meaning you're able to make a genuine connection with people. You know, you authentically connect with people and not just on a surface level or just work or just because you want to get something out of the person. That's not a connection. You know, you're either just using them or it's, it's, shallow but when you make a genuine connection with people you know you you get to know them and they know that you're sincere and trying to get to know them and you have concern for them i think that strengthens your influence with that person mm-hmm. um, and it's not yeah. also about dal may utang ng lob it's not necessarily about doing favors or doing good things so that the person will be indebted to you no because a leader should be selfless right um, i think it's that but the point is that the leader was able to connect in an authentic way, and that's if it's all right. I'll say that's my sec, uh, my fifth or the fifth on the list for me. The requirement is that uh, a leader has to have genuine concern and compassion for you know for people, and um, 
I, I was gonna say an example of the influential person I think is is my dad. Uh, he he had this way of connecting with people, putting his arm around their shoulder, and a warmth to him that that people just. Uh, gravitated towards him. That's why whenever he would lead a fundraiser or a project in community, grabe, people would rally behind him. He would would support, mm-hmm. would say yes to him anytime because he had this authenticity and he had this ability to connect with people and and he, and it was genuine. You know, uh, when we talked about the people behind the scenes, he would actually tell me, "Oh no, you should. She's going through this, or or your tita, you have to greet her, or yeah." That she knew them. He, it wasn't just because he was trying to get anything. Because he would make those connections off season. You know, not when he had a project, but when there was no project, he was making connections. But mm-hmm. so, and when the project came, that the the connections actually, you know, benefited the vision or the project or the goal but uh, uh, going to the next thing i was saying you know concern and compassion uh, a leader has to have empathy um and the people have to mm-hmm. know that they actually care you know people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care one of my managers yeah. in australia um his name was abish um i remember you know he was super busy it was super hard to catch him but I took a leave one day because Anton, my son, was sick. And so I told my manager, not him, he was the general manager above my manager. I told my manager, okay, I can't come in. I'm, my son is sick. Um, and then the next day when Anton was not sick anymore, uh, I, I went back to work. And I was able to get Abish, our general manager, on the phone. But when I called him up, he said, George, I'm stepping into a meeting. I can't talk right now. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay, it's okay. I'll call you later. But before we put down the phone, Rans, he goes, uh, but before anything, how's your son? Mm-hmm. So wow. can you imagine how I felt? <laughs> Number one, mm-hmm. he's so busy. Number two, I, I didn't tell him. I told my boss and mm-hmm. it somehow reached him. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was in a hurry. He was stepping into a meeting. He could have put the phone down already and said, all right, bye. But in the midst of his rush, he had the presence of mind to say, wait a minute, how's your son? And and that mm-hmm. conveyed so many things, that family is the most important thing, that you and your family are more important to us than the work you do, or it's not just about the work, it's about your well-being. We care about that. As an organization, they really won me over. Uh, even more, my loyalty to them was so much more strengthened because I knew that they had genuine concern and compassion for me mm-hmm. and my family. Yeah, this is this is getting uh, more exciting because George, um, we're, we're we're slowly going to you know to the meat and to the heart of leadership, and uh, I think one of the things that we need to talk about uh, when it comes to the. Uh, the non-negotiables uh, of a leader is, uh, yeah, it's servanthood, servant leadership, right? Servant leadership. Yeah, servant leadership, and uh, and you, you and I, George, when talking about servant leadership, we all we only have one person in mind because we've seen it, we've you know we, we've experienced it, and I'm talking about Arun Gogna. No, 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 no. Just kidding. It, we're talking about <laughs> Bo Sanchez. Okay, so 
Wait, Arun, yeah, Arun, Arun is also Arun is I mean, a I, Arun leader. is also a servant yeah. leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 we first experienced it. Tayo nila Arun. We're 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 ano eh, We're students of Bo, right? But we all learned it from Bo, right? So <laughs> yeah. Do you remember you you know Rand's Bo? Um, when I went on a pilgrimage with him. On that pilgrimage where your visa was denied, that's why you had to send me to go on the pilgrimage. Uh, I, I I remember in we were in this little little hotel, and uh, it we came from a really long trip on the bus. The pilgrims, you know, I was there uh, as mm-hmm. the cameraman, and everyone was just wiped out from the bus ride. It was such a long ride. And all the, you know, in a pilgrimage, all the suitcases end up in the lobby and the porter or the bellhop is supposed to bring them to your room. You know, they have the numbers on the, they, they tag the luggage with your room number, etc. And um, Adrian Paniban, who was with us on that trip, uh, he said that at around two in the morning, he, he was still awake. And I think he went down to look at something in the lobby or whatever and saw that a lot of the luggage was gone. Um, but actually, when he went up, he saw that Bo <laughs> came mm-hmm. out from the fire escape or uh, I think because the elevator was broken or something. Mm-hmm. And he was carrying the bags up the stairs Wow! and leaving them at the rooms. Uh-huh. I mean, man... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, aside from servanthood, you got to be so selfless to do stuff like that. But time and time again, Bo displays that kind of servanthood where, you know, no, I you want to be a leader, people. be the servant of all. My goodness. Uh, talking about that, George, I remember we had a trip. We were in Florida and we were attending a conference. And every morning, Bo would have his uh, um, Kalamansi protocol, right? And uh, mm, at yeah. that day, in that place, uh, there were there were no calamansis, but uh, we had lemons. You know what? Every morning, the moment I wake up, Bo would already be ready with a calamansi for me and Arun, and uh, he would make peanut butter. What, what did we call it? Peace sandwich or something? It's peanut butter and cheese sandwich. <laughs> he will make that for us so oh that we have God. something to talk uh, to to eat in the conference and you know what and and that really floored me imagine the leader of our community of the family waking up earlier than 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 Arun and myself to to make us some calamansi so uh, lemon so that we will be ready to uh, to to take them so grabe talaga um, amazing amazing yep. Yep. It's it's like the time when we would have our builders meetings in uh, Brother Vic's house in the very beginning of the builders meetings, and I remember when we would go on break, we would be chatting, and then you know uh, uh, we would see from the corner of our eye a, a tray of uh, let's say sandwiches or pastries and uh, uh, a pitcher of juice being rolled in front of us, and because we're still talking, we're not really looking at who is pouring the juice, I honestly assumed it was one of the household help. 
And then when the juice was given to me, I'm like, thank you. And when I looked up, it was Bo. Bo was the one serving the juice to all of mm. us, the the guys yeah. who he was leading. Yeah. I mean, such little things to big things. Um, servanthood is so important. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important that you choose a leader who will who's willing to sacrifice his own, you know, for convenience for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it it doesn't mean that. Walang wala na siya because a leader has to be there to lead you, but he's always think watching out for you. You know, mm-hmm. he's because his objective is the people he or she serves. Um, just like what Jesus said, right? Greater love hath no man than to lay his life. Yeah, lay his life. And 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 was, Bo was displaying George uh, the ultimate. For me, you know, this is this was Jesus's. Of course, he died on the cross for us, but but uh, in serving his disciples, you know, this reminds me of Jesus washing their feet. That you know, Bo every time he does these things, it's like he washed Jesus your feet. Wa- yeah, and he gave me a bath. <laughs> he gave me a bath too. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> So it's that was uh, a joke. That yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to be clear. <laughs> but 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 he he you know he does wash our feet once in a while mm. by serving yeah. us by I get what you mean. By, yeah. by 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 asking us how we are. Is this are you okay? Is there anything I can do? Yeah. And for me that is one non-negotiable for you know servant Servanthood, coupled with that, George, coupled with the non-negotiable, you know, servanthood being one of the non-negotiables, I think ultimately for me, um, it's integrity. Then, eh? uh, that's, you know, I, 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 I will not choose uh, someone without integrity. I, for me, be, you know, because integrity is who you are when no one is looking, and uh, you, you, you cannot, you cannot tell. Um, if a person has integrity or not, if you don't study his life, and uh, you know, at least the leaders that we need to choose, we need to study their lives. Uh, are they walking the talk? I, I always say, George, that Brother Bo is not walking his talk; he's talking his walk because he's already done it. That's why it's very easy for him to talk about it. And uh, integrity is 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 when your values and your behavior matches match matches match. because it's you're yeah. integrated match. so everything all areas of your life are connected yeah and and george i'm a math graduate okay uh, i graduated bs mathematics and we know that an integer is a whole hmm. that's where Very integrity good. comes from you're a, you're you're talking about all areas of your life so, tapat ka. Whether balibalig tarin ka, tapat ka pa rin. Tapat. If you spell it backwards, tapat pa din yan. And I think that's uh, that's what we need in a leader. I love uh, that. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Look mm-hmm. at them from all angles. They're the same. Tapat. Yep. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. John Maxwell, right? As well. Uh, I don't practice what I preach I preach what I practice mm-hmm. uh, 
what, what you said, talking the walk, sharing yeah. what you do, because you do it, and that's why you have the right to talk about it. Rands is integrity, yeah. and all of these are all of these to be confused with perfection because it almost sounds like we're describing. We're going back to number the first topic we had. Are we describing someone who is perfect? Are we describing uh, a leader who is flawless? Is it about perfection? Is it? Is there such a thing? Um, I don't think it's uh, it's about perfection because you can you can make mistakes and still be have integrity. You 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 uh, no one's perfect, but but you have these. If if all these non-negotiables that we talked we just talked about are intact, I mean you can make mistakes, and and mm. people will still love you. Uh, and people will still trust you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's yeah. about not about perfection, but what do they represent? Be- because mm-hmm. mistakes are very normal or part of humanity. Mm-hmm. But humanity is also the capacity to decide or intend having very, you know, being able to determine your intention and all of the things we talked about, having a vision, competence, knowledge, being flexible, um, having influence, but also empathy and genuine concern, servanthood and integrity. If you had all of those, then it would show in the decisions and in the actions you do, which would build up your credibility or build up your trust such that people or, you know, you are willing to forgive mistakes. Sometimes even if it was, you know, an action you did because you know that the person still had your best intention at heart. And so, okay, mm-hmm. you made a mistake, but we know that, you know, you you were acting out of goodwill. But then a good leader will also analyze his mistakes and say, what can I do to avoid that same mistake next time? You don't want to be repeating the same mistakes and you're yeah. able to do that because you really have concern that I don't want to hurt these people again the same way. I will keep on making mistakes, but I'm not going to do it the same ones again because they deserve better because... Yeah. They trust me because I love yeah. them. Because That's a word, George. You said it. You said it. Uh, all these non-negotiables, they don't make you perfect. They make you trustworthy. And, uh, right you know, that's, right that's what makes a leader. That people can trust you. People can trust that you, you make mistakes not intentionally or not to hurt them. But they can trust you because they know that you have their interests, you know, uh, in, in in your mind and in your heart, yep. You err on the side of love. You err. You mm-hmm. you, yeah. Galing, you're not galing. saying you will never fail. You know, you're not saying this is my leader and my leader will never fail. It's this is my leader and my leader will never fail always, me. Y- huh? Yeah, yeah. Always yeah. looking. Sure. Yes, never fail me in the sense that. Will will always look out for me. I I know that kakam you know kampiko yung leader who is on my side, and um, because of that, um, I can trust my leader in my leader's imperfection. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know I wish, I wish we could talk about this until the world hears about this. Uh, yeah, 
Wow. I mean, we own, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, 3,500,000 subscribers is not yet the whole world, right, Rand? So, yeah, we're getting yeah, there. So. We're getting there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, just, hey, if you're listening to this, tell people, tell your friends about this, share this, all right? So that at least, you know, there's one person listening, and that when you share it, now there will be two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, George, you know, it's 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 me and it's election time uh, before the before uh, the third week of May, we will already have a, a new a new set of leaders. And, uh, um, you know, I just want to say, George, that, you know, I'm I, I may be voting for for certain people, but in reality, I'm not voting for them. I'm voting for the Philippines. I'm voting for my children, my kid. I don't have children. My kid. I only have one kid. Okay. I'm voting for Zicky. I'm voting for my nephews, my nieces, and I'm George. I'm just. I'm really just praying that. Um, uh, that the Lord will just install the leaders who will bring us to the next level in all areas of our nationhood. Amen. I think yeah. that's something really important to vote not for the personality, but for what the person represents. And yes. what the person represents uh, is what will be for the well-being of, of the country. So to not vote... To remember that when you're voting for someone, you are, in effect, voting for the future of your country. And so, what is what kind of future do you want? And and remember the things we talked about leadership and to make sure, okay, this is the future I want. Will what qualities should my leader have in order to bring me to that future, to that point B? Because right now. You know, we're in point A. A lot of things can be better. We want to go to point B. And when you decide, all right, he has to be this person, this this kind of person, this ha- have this quality. Um, who has those things? And by voting for that, uh, you know, candidate, you will be voting for your future. Um, let's pray, mm-hmm. Rans. Yeah, we will pray. Let's pray. We will pray for all our leaders. We will pray for the leaders who are running for office. We will pray for all the leaders in our country. We will pray for everyone. And we will pray that ultimately we will just follow the leadership of Jesus. So, George, I invite uh, our our friends to to, to join us. Let's remember we're in the presence of the Lord. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we come before you today and uh, we acknowledge, Lord God, your kingship and your leadership over our lives. Today, Lord, uh, we pray for the leadership uh, values that you have put in every person, whether listening to this podcast or not, every person, every parent, everyone who has people under him or her, the managers, office workers. Um, I pray for our civic leaders. I pray for our government leaders, and our church leaders, Father, we pray that you give us the grace to have the mind of Christ so that we will learn 
to lead like Jesus led so that we will have the heart of Jesus and we will have the mind of Jesus, that we will always push and espouse love more than anything else. May, we, may our leadership flow out of the love that we have for the people that we serve. Um, um, hear us, O Lord, in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Um, and Lord, I, I pray for all of us who are called to be followers, Lord, that when we are put under leaders, Father, that we would, number one, have the humility to follow, to, to get with the program, whether it's our parents or our managers or our community leader or the government or whoever is placed in authority over us, Lord. I pray that you give us the humility to follow, to obey, to get to, 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 to do what is right, but not just follow, but also support our leaders, which, which calls for participation, Lord, and not just watch them do their job, but to get our hands dirty, to join in, to toe the line, to do our part um, in our family, to support the leaders of our families by loving, by contributing, by uh, doing our part, by communicating and giving feedback and, 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 and sharing our thoughts if it's in the office by not just, you know, anonymously giving suggestions, but actually, you know, do, do, doing our thing or doing our work right or, or participating in programs or projects. Lord, if it's, if it's in our country, by being good citizens, God, and good examples to others. Father, I know that this is the best way we can actually support. Um, yes, by giving feedback and speaking our minds, even when the truth is painful to say, but also by coupling it with action, Lord, um, so that we can truly support the leaders that you have appointed over us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, as we, as we go through this exercise of electing our next leaders here in the Philippines, um, we pray, Lord, that there will be peace. That ultimately, Lord God, that this will be a peaceful, orderly, and honest, and credible elections. Father, we pray yes, that Lord. whoever wins um, will, uh, will, will just be able to serve our brothers and sisters, our countrymen, in the best way possible. Father, I pray that um, you will just that you will just let love reign. There's so much hate and division right now. The country is so polarized. Father, we pray that Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, will just reign in our country, especially during yes, this time. Um, may there be peace yes, in the Philippines. Yes, Lord. And may there be progress and we just declare, Lord God, that the best is still yet to come. And all these we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Father, Spirit. Son, Holy Amen. Spirit. Wow, George. Uh, yeah. We, we really pray for the Philippines. Uh, I pray that, you know, that the best is yet to come. This, I continue to believe that because our God is a God who delivers, a God who saves, a God who answers prayers. So... Yep. Amen. Yep. Right on. Yeah, I I'll just too, yeah. Randy. I'll just take note. God is good. Yeah, I'll just take yeah. note. Yeah. <laughs>
Anyway, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, George, for staying up late. Uh, yeah, there's a 24-hour difference from Manila, between Manila and New Zealand. So, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I, I had fun. I, I, I wish we could talk some more, but, uh, you know, uh, I think now we need to move. Vote for the right people, guys. Right on. Right on. God bless you guys, Rans, and God bless our beloved country. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Again, check out our uh, other episodes, and we pray that the things we shared in the past and tonight in particular, uh, you would take note of, carry with you as you make your decisions in life today, particularly about choosing the right leader. Yep. Man, all right. God bless you. God bless you guys, and we'll see you in our next episode. Bye, friends. Bye. Take note. Thank you for joining us. If you like this episode of Take Note, please don't forget to follow our podcast channel, whichever platform you're listening from. And you can also join us on our Facebook podcast community group where we can do post-episode discussions. Just search Take Note Podcast on Facebook and you'll see us there. Also, subscribe to Feast TV's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash official, where you can also find the video version of this podcast. Speaking of finding our podcast, we have new episodes every first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. So catch us on our next upload.